This is New Creation, the audio broadcast ministry of Pastor Joe Sabalik of New Creation Church in Paris, California. Every week, Pastor Joe brings you life-changing truth from God's Word. Here's Pastor Joe Sabalik. You have a trillion cells in your body that God has created in His image that are all working together with a magnificent, powerful structure of who you are. And you did not come from your parents. You came through your parents. You came to this planet because God had a destiny for your life. And the scripture is very clear. All through the scripture, we get hints about how God says, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you, I anointed you, I blessed you. Before you were even born, God thought of you. That's how powerful our God is. That's how good our God is. And we can just give him glory right now before we go any further. Amen. We are not a quiet church. We are a noisy church. We are... That's why David said, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. We're not sitting back. We're not being quiet. We're going forward in the power of the gospel because I believe no bad break can stop you. I believe that the forces of darkness cannot hold you down. Jesus rose from the dead and you have in your life, if you've received him by faith, the spirit of the living God that is now in you. I want you to know what you have here today. I believe this is a message that will change your life if you just listen to what God is speaking to you right now. God has established your destiny, and it's time to step in to what God has planned for you. Because I believe when the enemy comes in, like a flood, the Lord will raise a standard against it. Your life is not over. You're not finished. You're not washed up. You are going forward. I don't know what's happened in your past, but I know right now, right now, this present time and your future is going to be wonderful because that's what God does. He says, I'll give you a future and an expected hope and end and a finish. You're going to finish well. Because of what Jesus did for you, not because of what we did for him, but because of what he did for you. My gospel that I preach, the word of God, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ says that it's not dependent upon my performance, but it was dependent upon Jesus's performance and what he performed for me. His obedience, his righteousness, I have obtained by faith because God made him to be sin for us. He who knew no sin that we would be presently now the righteousness of God I asked a guy the other day I said hey did you know you're a saint of the most high God he goes no I'm just a sinner saved by grace that's not what the Bible says Paul did not say to the sinners saved by grace of the church of Ephesus he said to the saints of the church of Ephesus to the saints of the church of Thessalonica look up in the word and see what God says about you you are a saint of the most high God you were once amen You were at one time alienated from God, but God who is rich in mercy laid upon Jesus your iniquity and now a transformation has taken place and you are the righteousness of God. And you need to start practicing saying what you are. The Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I will say of the Lord, he is my strength and he is my rock. You have to say it. You're created in the image of God. God is a creator. Therefore, you have creative abilities in your life because God has imparted them to you. And God is going to bless you because he's created you in his image. And guess what? Everything that blocked you and him has been done away with now, has been nailed to the cross by what Jesus accomplished for you. And now you have access 
That's why we come boldly to the throne of grace today. Don't let the enemy squish you down any longer. You are a child of God. You go forth in righteousness, power, and in the greatness of God. Now Paul was explaining the gospel to Cornelius and in Acts chapter 10 verse 38, how God anointed, somebody say anointed, Jesus of Nazareth, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power, or deutimus God power. And he went about doing good, healing all of those who were oppressed of the devil. Because why? God is with him. Who is God with today? Us, you, me, that's right. God is with us. Now we see the anointing operated in Jesus while he still walked on the earth. Now you are called by God to apply the truths that are found in this scripture because the Bible tells us in 1 John 4, 4, now that greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. You have Christ in you, the hope of glory. Jesus dwells in you. That should shake you up and make you excited to know the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead now dwells in you. Are you excited about this, church? Are you hearing what's going on here today? You don't have to stay the way you are. You can go forward. Your dreams can come to pass in magnificent and great ways because God wants you to believe who you are today and not leave this place ever doubting it again. A lot of people want to make you sin conscious. I'm here to make you righteousness conscious. I have no problem convincing myself of my old life that I was alienated from God as a sinner, but now I'm the righteousness of God. My spirit has been born again. Brain, wake up. Soul, wake up. David said to his soul, wake thou my soul. Wake up and recognize who you are. David understood the blood covenant. I want you to know today it's not what you do, it's what God does for you. And God is going to come forth big in your life because that's what our God does. Amen. After that, David was challenged by this giant named Goliath. But David knew the blood covenant. David knew the power of God. And he went after that Goliath saying, I've killed a bear, I've killed a lion. Who is this person's defying the armies of Israel? I'll take him out. His brothers laughed at him, the scripture says. You are a child of God, chosen, a chosen generation. You are a royal priesthood in the eyes of God today. And God has raised you up as he raised up David. He's anointed you with the anointing. That anointing oil means the power of the anointing of God that came upon David. Today through Christ you have that anointing, what God has done in your life. Now there are eight things that makes you who you are today by this anointing. This anointing is for us today according to the word of God and according to the power of the gospel that I preach through the word of God. It says, first of all, number one, it's God who anoints. How God anointed. Anointing is so important to understand. We get our words today like charisma from the word anointing or abilities or here's this one, human abilities that humans aren't able to do only with God being with them. Man can appoint you, but only God can anoint you. I see people today that might not have the education, they might not have the status, what people consider the standard to be correct, but when you have the anointing of God, that's all you need. 
And I'll tell you, when you take what God gives you, whether it be little or it be a lot, and the anointing is applied, it's powerful. You are a life changer. You are a resurrector as a child of God. Jesus said, you will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You will cast out demons in my name. Hey, 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 do you know who you are today? You ever see those cartoons where they kind of go, I, 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 across someone's face? The Holy Spirit wants to go, I, 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 to you right now and get you woken up of who you are. You're a child of the Most High God. There is so much stuff out there today, isn't there? So many distractions. You are a son and are a daughter to the Lord God of heaven, and God's called you in a powerful calling. Now listen what it says. In 1 John chapter 2, verse 27, As for you, the anointing power of the Holy Spirit you received from him remains in you. Your Holy Spirit power is, remains in you. It's not going anywhere. It remains in you. His power remains in you. That you do not need anyone to teach you, but just as his true, genuine anointing teaches you about all things, so remain in him as you have been taught. No man can receive anything except it's given from above. You've been given from above the anointing of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit teaches you. He leads you. He guides you. He gives you millisecond thoughts that changes destinies not only in your own life but in the lives around you. You are super ignited as a child of God filled with the power of God's Holy Spirit. As John the Baptist said, I baptize you with water, but he who's coming is going to baptize you in the Holy Spirit and in fire. God wants you to be on fire. D.L. Moody said, get on fire for Jesus and the world will come watch you burn. Get on fire because that anointing that you have, when you start letting it shine, people see something different. When you're in sales or you're in business or you're in school or you're in sports, whatever you're doing, that anointing differentiates you from everybody else. That anointing makes you different. That anointing makes you chosen and favored of God. You are favored of God today. Psalm 5 verse 11 says he's given you favor as a shield. You have the favor of God on you today. Somebody say favor. favor. Come on, church. God anoints you. It's God who anoints you, and it is you, secondly, who he anoints. You have to start saying it. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the weak say I'm strong. When you start saying your confession matches up with what God is saying, your whole realm of surroundings start changing. Because when you're agreeing with what God says, the Lord inhabits the praises of his people. That's why praise is so important. You are called to praise God. You are called to worship him in spirit and in truth. God's not called you to sleep. He's called you to be alive, awakened to the power of God. Amen. God has called you to be blessed today. Jesus of Nazareth. This is the designation that points to Jesus' humanity. Remember, it says he will be a Nazarene. There was the human part of Jesus, and there was the God part of Jesus. He was God, fully God. Jesus said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. I and the Father are one. The Bible says the mystery of godliness is this, that God was manifested in the flesh. That's who Jesus was. God manifested in the flesh, but he was also human. Why? Because he had to die a substitutionary death for you and for me. He had to take upon himself the iniquity of us all. He had to be the perfect sacrifice, the substitutionary death that would die in your place because we were alienated from God because we inherited this disease called sin through Adam. But through Adam, sin was entered into the world and so did death. But through Christ, righteousness has been imparted to all men. Do you recognize who you are today? You have 
the righteousness of Christ in you right now. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Amen. When you begin to recognize this, things are perspectively different in everything you do because the anointing is with you. The Holy Spirit is with you wherever you go. When you're driving down the road, he's with you. When you're in the depths of Walmart, he's there. You know, church, recognize who you are today. Jesus was God so he could die in your place. And that's what separates Jesus from everybody else. If you're looking for salvation, you won't find it in a Shindu shrine. You won't find it in a Muslim mosque. You won't find it in a Hindu cow. Only Jesus Christ of Nazareth said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody gets to the Father but by me. Amen. Because he's the only one who died for us. He died. He remained holy. The holy sacrifice offered before God to bridge the gap between you and me. And now you've been made holy by the body of Jesus, it says in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 10. So you are holy. Well, I, I have sinned. Your sin has not only just been covered, it's been removed. God does not see it anymore. He sees you as righteous and holy because he sees you through the blood of the lamb. It's powerful, church, when you embrace who you are. Nothing can stop you. You are God's anointed and he has anointed you. The Bible says in Romans chapter 6, verse 23, that the wages of sin are death. So prior to my conversion, I was laying out a plan of death for my life. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. When does eternal life start? Right now. Not somewhere in the far distance. Not somewhere a million years off. It starts now. Jesus said the kingdom of God is where? Within you. You have the kingdom of God. Amen. Give God some praise today. Jesus said in John 15, 15, I don't call you servants any longer. I call you friends. You're a friend of God. Is that cool? I'm a friend of God. God calls me friend. God not only loves you, but he likes you. Now listen, it's God who anoints and he anoints you. And thirdly, he anoints you with what? Holy Spirit. Jesus is your advocate, but Jesus said, I'm giving you another advocate. You got two going for you. You got Jesus and the Holy Spirit. And there's one left, the Father, and they're all in agreement because they are one. So guess what? You have the Father's approval on you. You have the Holy Spirit's approval. You have Jesus' approval because he paid the price for you that you couldn't pay. That's why we are excited today. That's why I'm blessed to be a part of a new creation in Christ. Old things are passed away. He's reconciled me to God. And now he's given us the ministry of reconciliation where we're bringing the world to Christ. This is our commission. It's something that God is doing in and through us. It's an outreach every day. When you came in, somebody gave you a card. Take that card, pray over it, lay your anointed hands over it, and give it to somebody and ask God to use that to bring them to Christ. I'm going to tell you right now, you might think, oh, well, that's really not in the Bible. Yes, it is. They used to take the aprons of Paul, and they would take them from him. He would pray over them, and they would lay them on the sick, and they were healed. There's a passage of Scripture where Peter walked by, and his shadow would overshadow people who were sick, and they were healed. That's anointing. You're not different from the disciples or the apostles. You are the chosen generation of the Most High God. You're the offspring of Jesus Christ, the first fruits, and you who follow. You have that power. Don't let anybody belittle who you are as a child of God. 
Don't belittle your anointing. Don't feel intimidated any longer. You have nothing to be intimidated because if God is for you, who could be against you? I said, if God is for you, who could be against you? Nothing, the scripture says in Romans, which we've been learning on Thursday nights, will separate you from the love of God. You've got to start believing what you pray because Jesus said all things are possible to those that believe. And prayer and supplication, God has called us to pray. You have the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit covers, comes upon you, ensures you, seals you till the day of redemption. Some of you have sons and daughters you're worried about. God says, don't worry about them today. Cast your care upon me, for I care for you. I will save them, for the seed of the righteous shall be blessed. It's not over till it's over, and you should be blessed right now because God is prophesying to you that he's going to bring those kids back to Jesus right now. Amen. Hallelujah. Everything around you is inhabited by the Holy Spirit of God. You're not going anywhere till God's finished with you. And you can do great things, great exploits, the Bible says you shall do as a child of God. Your life is not over. It's not life as usual. God is gonna launch you into bigger and better things because that's what our God does. Your past does not define you. It only prepared you. And God measures what you're going to be, not what people say about you. This is so important. You cannot be intimidated any longer as a child of God. You can't worry about what people say. You can't worry about what people do. You are a child of God, and it's not over till it's over. And God always gets the final word. Look at Joseph's life. It was one disaster after another. God gave him this great dream. He was favorite of his father. He was the youngest. And he had this coat of many colors. And his brothers were jealous. And they made him as dead. They put him in a pit. All these things happen, Joseph, one thing after another. And one bad situation led to another bad situation. And you look at his life and go, what a mess, what a mess, what a mess. I'm going to tell you right now, that mess was developing his message because in one day he was going to be next to Pharaoh. You might think that things have happened in your life. Why did that happen? You can't explain it. You don't have to explain it. God will explain it for you one day because you're going to see how he's going to bring it all to pass. Don't be discouraged as a child of God. He's going to do, amen. He's going to do what he says. He is a good God. That same anointing, 1 John 4, 17 says, we have love and boldness because as he is, Jesus, so are we in this world. The Bible says you've been seated in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. As he is, so are you in this world. You are a child of God. You have power over those principalities. You have power over wickedness. You have power over the devil himself. He will not touch you because you are a child of the most high God and you have authority to cast him out. He was a fallen angel. He took third of the heavens with him. I want you to understand the power of an angel. One angel slew 22,000 Assyrians in the Old Testament. That's just one angel. That wasn't Lucifer. He's more powerful. But guess who's more powerful than him? You are. Christ in you, the hope of glory, the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead dwells in you. Recognize that anointing that you have today. The Bible says this in Romans chapter 8, verse 17. Children, we are children and we are his heirs. In fact, I love the in facts of the Bible. You ever want to do a great Bible study? Look up all the facts of the Bible. Here's a fact for you right now. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. And we share his glory. We share in the glory of Christ. Christ in you, the hope of glory. You are joint heirs of Christ. The anointing is God's power through our weakness is now made strong. 
We are together celebrating the power of God in our life. Now, I like to be around other people that celebrate this anointing of the Holy Spirit. And that leads us to this next point. I have power today as a child of God. He has anointed me with power. That's why the scripture says, position yourself this day, for the Lord is going with you. Recognize your position. The creator of the universe is your father. And you are the boss in any situation where you are because you have the anointing of God. You walk in authority. You change atmospheres when you recognize your position in Christ. Hang around people that are going to lift you up and bless you. Amen. Come on, church. Hang around people that see who you are. Hang around people that see what God's going to make you. If you want to be a chicken, hang around with chickens. But I want to hang around eagles. God created me to fly high. God created me to do all the things he's called me to do and all the things he's called you to do. Go around people that are experiencing the same power and anointing that are saying to you, I know God's doing amazing things. You have the favor of God. They speak powerfully to you. They speak positively to you because that's what you need today because you're on this side of the cross, not on that side of the cross. You've been raised again, seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. You have this anointing that gives you power. Hang around powerful people. It's very important for you. Fifth, this anointing enables you You are a blessing. You're the salt of the earth. You're the hope at your supermarket. You're the hope at your school. You're the hope on your sports team. You're the hope at your church. You're the blessed one. You walk in, you smile. I come to church expecting to be blessed. You have the power to change any atmosphere you're in. when When you come to church, you're not looking at the problems. You're the solution. Amen? You're the solution of love, peace, joy, goodness, kindness. You're the solution when somebody's down and out and hurting. You put your arm around and say, we love you, and you're going to get to the other side. God's healing is already in you. It's already activated. Your job is going to not only be restored, you're going to have a better job than you ever had. You're going to get promotion because promotion comes from the Lord. It doesn't say demotion comes from the Lord. It says promotion comes from the Lord. God is going to promote you, and he is going to bless you, child of God. It says Jesus went around doing good. You do good wherever you are. Now, I want to give you a passage of Scripture in Joshua chapter 24, verse 15. It was a powerful time in Joshua's life because they made it to the other side. They made it into this place called the promised land. They left the gods of Egypt. But when they came into the promised land, there were the gods of all of those nations that were there. There were people that were talking about the gods of the past. And a lot of people get stuck talking about their gods of the past. What happened to them? What didn't happen to them? What could have happened? What could have, would have, should have happened in their life? And they're on, constantly dwelling on the past. Well, if this would have been different, that would have been different, then I wouldn't be where I am today. And they're stuck on the gods of the past. And then there's people looking at the gods of the future. Joshua said, choose today whom you're going to serve. Gods of the past or gods of the future. He says, but as for me and my house, I'm going to serve the Lord. We make a declaration when we say, I'm going to serve the Lord. It is a powerful thing to just state to your wife or to your husband or to your boyfriend or to your girlfriend or to your friends at school. As for me and my life, I'm going to serve the Lord. I gave my life to Christ when I was in high school. I do not regret one second of giving my life to Christ. I was made fun of. I was challenged in many ways. I see those people now. I saw pictures of a high school reunion. I thought, who are these people? The Bible says he renews your youth like the eagles. I'm going to tell you, as a child of God, you have the spirit of God that keeps you young and and strong and, and blessed. And you have the spirit of God that leads you into all truth. Amen. Let's give God some praise for that. 
So this anointing that God gives us, gives us power and enables us to do these wonderful things in the name of Jesus, I speak healing. I speak restoration to these cells. I speak death to viruses. I speak death to infection. I speak death to cancer. I speak death. I speak Jesus' resurrected life-giving power over my body in any situation. This anointing is for the restoration that cures that which was destroyed. You have the power as a child of God to bring healing wherever you are. Church, I want you to understand this today. Healing of the body, mind, and soul. Healing of the spiritual part of a person. You have this anointing to heal every person in your household, every person around you. Use it. Start speaking it. Believe who you are right now as an anointed child of God and get it into your mind. Seven, the anointing has the power to free he who the sun sets free is free indeed. The anointing that's in your body gives you the power to free you from addiction, to free you from things that are holding you back. Speak power of Jesus' name upon whatever you're dealing with in your life and believe what you say. Do you know they say that a person believes 97% of what they say? That's why we need to say what God says about us. So you'll believe it. People only usually believe about 50 to 60% of what other people say about them. But God wants you to believe what he says about you. And he says, I say that you're my child. You're my blessed one. I'm going to bless you. I'm going to encourage you. I'm going to strengthen you. I'm going to be your God. I'm going to show myself strong on your behalf. This anointing frees people. What is the, what is the oppression that is speaking here? The forms of oppression are sickness, anxiety, depression, disappointment, sleeplessness, anti-production, this isn't some cowboy selling you snake oil. This is the spirit of the Lord God, the anointing oil of the Holy Spirit of God that God has spoken before the ages even began. Jesus said, the glory that my church will experience with me is like the glory that my father and I had before the world was even formed. You are in a place to experience, come on church, the glory of God, the glory. You need to say, Father, I receive what you said that I'm here to receive the glory that you and the Father had before the world began. I want to partake of that. You've made me to partake of it. And now I receive it. Now I believe it. And I'm walking in it by faith. God has this for you. The spirit that rose Christ from the dead. This one says in Romans chapter 8, verse 15. We just sang this earlier. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you would live in fear again. But rather you received the spirit of adoption of sonship, whereby we cry, Abba, Father, Daddy. God's your daddy. Who's your daddy? Jesus. You need to know who your daddy is, amen? And I'm gonna close with this. The anointing is the evidence that God is with you, for God was with him. Church, understand this today. There is, first of all, number one, to experience your anointing, you have to, number one, imagine it. God saw the world before he created, and then he spoke with his words, that world into existence. Track with me for a moment here. Rely on the creativity of God that has been placed inside of you. This is the ability to see things before they are seen. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter 23, verse 7, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Stop limiting your thinking of who you think you are and start realizing what God says you are. Start imagining yourself doing great things for the kingdom of God. Start imagining yourself to succeed and prosper and be blessed as you imagine that. Your imagination has been given to you. That's why God says, 
don't let any vain imagination creep into your thinking. Let it be seated in the seat of Christ that's in your heart, the mind of Christ. We use our imagination every day. Some of you are on the freeway imagining how you can get out of this traffic and you figured out a way, amen? You're using your imagination. Some of you are imagining eating breakfast right now. It's okay. You're going to eat it. It's going to come to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. Pastor's going to finish in a second. But you have this imagination. So imagine these things, laying hands on the sick, casting out devils, speaking in new tongues. What God says you are, start imagining that you are now doing these things and you're functioning in your God-giving blessings and power ideology of the spirit of God now in you, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Imagine it and then secondly, believe it. You need to start believing what you're saying. You need to start believing the word of God. You need to start believing this anointing is with you today. Your heart must go with your head. Jesus said in Mark chapter 9 verse 23, everything's possible for those who believe. To believe is to see the impossible is to partner with God that brings all things to possibilities. There's nothing you can't do as a child of God. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So I imagine it and I begin to speak it and I believe what I'm saying because I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And lastly, do it. Start doing what God says you can do. Speak forth the word. Speak forth blessing. Speak to your soul, your mind, your heart. You're feeling anxiety or depression. In the name of Jesus, say it out loud. Depression, you have no rule over me. Anxiety, you have no rule over me. I'm a child of the most high God. Amen. Let's close it. Do it. If today's broadcast has blessed you, write Joe and tell him about it at New Creation Church, 57 Business Park Drive, Paris, California, 92571. Or call the church directly at 951-310-2422. That's 951-310-2422. And be sure to check out Joe's website, newcreation.tv. New Creation with Pastor Joe Sabalik is sponsored by New Creation Church, Joe Sabalik Ministries, and your generous donations.